Welcome to the Modernizer Die Podcast, CFML News Edition, where we keep you up to date with everything going on in the Cold Fusion community. We'll share the latest news on events, releases to engines, frameworks, libraries, and tools, as well as spotlighting quality content from the community. Welcome to Modernizer Die Podcast, CFML News Edition. It is April 25th and up to episode 193. So thanks everybody for joining us and uh, I'm happy to have Grant here with me today. Thanks, glad to be here. Yep, it's always good. We uh, got to hang out at the retreat again and uh, ITB coming up again, so more time to hang out and yeah, always looking forward to hanging out with everybody. So this podcast is a close second, right? It is, yeah. Okay, so let's get into it. Uh, first off, we just want to thank our sponsors. So Auto Solutions, obviously, the the logo behind it all. Um, makers of Coldbox, Commandbox, Forgebox, Testbox, and all your favorite boxes out there. So there's a few ways we can say thanks back to Auto Solutions, and we want to start by saying, you know, like and subscribe to our videos. If you guys are watching live on YouTube, uh, hit that like button, subscribe, and you get notifications so you don't miss out. Um, it also helps the algorithm, so that's good there too. And then we've got a little GitHub repo um, for github star so we want to try and start all our repos but not just uh you know not just the the ones from orders but all the community members in your repo basically if you got them in your box of json this little tool will help you uh get it out there and they'll star every repo connected to your github um so pretty cool and then Very cool. yeah and then the podcast obviously if you're listening on your podcast player or if you're watching online or whatever um, you know leave us a review uh that's always a, a big help there um, also, you can sign up for a free or paid account on CFCast, and we are releasing content every week on that thing. So be sure to check that out. We also have our Box Life store, and we'll be posting a link in the uh, chat here. But uh, we've got some different merch items that you can purchase. I think some coffee mugs and stuff like that. Yep. And uh, we've all. Sorry. Yes. I was just going to say, yeah, on the cool shirts, uh, Brad loves his uh, server is up uh, shirt from Command Box. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he does have, I think there's a couple Command Box ones. Um, so check those out. And in addition to that, we've also got some Ordis books out there. We've got our 102 Cold Box HMVC Quick Tips, and we've got that published on Gumroad. We'll post the link there. And then we've also got Learn Modern Cold Fusion in 100 minutes. It's 100 and plus minutes now because we added more stuff and it won't quite fit in 100. So 100 plus. <laughs> I missed the plus, but I yeah. say it now. There we go. <laughs> it's been recently updated and uh, Luis is even going to get a new book cover out here pretty soon with all the new stuff that's been added. So anyways. Very cool. Well, we'll post the links there. And um, so check those out. And also, um, you can also join us for our 10th Into the Box, which is coming up very soon. We are all uh, internally at Ordis scrambling to get our projects done or our sessions ready. So at least I am. I'm not going to speak for everybody, but I am. So Yeah, we always like to release a lot of stuff into the box, too. So we're trying to get all those, yeah. those product releases out. And so always a busy time for sure. Yeah. And finally, uh, you can support us by becoming a Patreon. So we have 40 Patreons currently. Uh, you guys help us out so much to make uh, a lot of the things that we're doing possible. 
So we'll post a link to that. And that's another way that you can uh, support Ortis and what we're doing. Yep. And obviously all the documentation updates and pull requests, issues logged, all that stuff helps too. So really appreciate it. Okay. Let's get into some news and announcements. And uh, the big one, I think this week, well, there's probably a couple actually, uh, but the biggest one I saw anyway was that CF Summit West was softly announced at least. So we have the website. So I'm going to try and uh, copy the copy that up and get that showing for you guys who are watching at home. But uh, yeah, it looks like uh, it's going to be happening in October. So October 2nd through the 4th in Las Vegas. Um, they've got a bit of information on here. And uh, they've got their passes starting at $99. So again, Adobe's like massive discounts. Their conferences are super, super affordable. I mean, really, you're getting, uh, you're not even paying for your food. It's less than the price of the food usually at these conferences. So $99 for the sessions. And if you want to do the certification as well, it's just $199. Um, and you can see looking on uh, on here, they got some highlights in here. And uh, maybe we should give a prize for the person who can find me the fastest. There's, I'm in three of these photos, and I think Luis is in two of them. So it's pretty hard to miss me usually, but, uh, but yeah, so there's some, I see one, but the other ones, I'm not so sure. Yeah. So you're in the background somewhere, maybe. So maybe. someone pointed that out to me. I'm like, Oh geez, <laughs> I guess I'm famous, but yeah. So the session passes and the professional passes there. Um, and the, the training is on the fourth. So the conference is the second and third, the training on, I think Wednesday, the fourth. Um, and there's not a lot of information here, but you can register right now. Um, so before May 31st, get your, um, get your early bird tickets and then speaker applications right here. So if you're thinking about submitting, uh, go fill it out and there's no five topic limit. So Nolan will submit his 20 like usual. And, uh, hopefully you will do, you guys will submit something too. So always a good conference. It's good to hang out there and, uh, a lot of great people and Las Vegas means there's lots of cool restaurants to eat at and lots of different activities and you know it's, yeah. it's pretty cool I didn't see hey, Gavin that professional pass do you get uh, with the professional pass is that an Adobe CF certification yes that's the Adobe um, cold fusion professional um, certification so Daniel and I and I both did it last year and uh, quite a few of the other patreons and some of our podcast listeners were there as well so we we're all chatting before and after it um, so yeah, so that does, that is your Adobe certification. I just found on their website, they actually have two more beyond this. So now they even have like a master certification and uh, they used to have the, the specialized now it's professional, but I saw a professional master and I believe there's one more as well, but anyway, mm -hmm. um, they give you tons and tons of videos to watch and then they have the whole day training. So you go through all the little, uh, ins and outs and it was really cool. Cause there's all those little edge cases that they try to catch you on. They talk about them during the day. Then you take the test at the end. Uh, you don't have to take it then, but it's like a 40 minute test. Just go through multiple choice. Um, and I think you need like an 80% to pass or something. So, but yeah, it was, it was a good day, you know, and we got to meet some people and, you know, it was kind of good meeting a whole bunch of people I hadn't met. That's one thing about CF Summit is, you know, a lot of new people are always coming to that. And so, you know, you get a different crowd. So it's nice. Yeah, so CF Summit West, uh, put in your calendar, um, 2nd to 4th of October, and then uh, we're obviously going to try and do a workshop. We usually like to do a workshop um, before or after, so either the 5th and the 6th, or maybe the, the, 30, the 30th, I guess, was September, and then the 1st of October, so we do the weekend before. So we'll just see what's available, and we'll let you guys know as soon as we have something locked down. 
and another one coming up here. So this is just an announcement about Into the Box. So we've been teasing that we're trying to add more and more to Happy Box to make it a little more fun, a little bit more exciting. And so we've uh, added a CFML hackathon. So uh, at Into the Box this year, after Happy Box, we're going to hang around and uh, we're going to have a hackathon. So the cool thing is, is if you guys have ideas on what we should be hacking on, come and submit them. So we have a little link here. Um, and then we've got some discounts too. So it's a 20% discount if you want to go and uh, register for Into the Box if you haven't already. But, you know, we're looking for some ideas. We want to try and make it fun, get people out there. And so, um, yeah, if you've got some ideas on what type of things or what topics we want to, uh, you know, be working on for the hackathon, let us know. So we want to try and make it fun, you know, and like I said, just make it interactive and give people enough reason to hang out a little longer. And uh, it's definitely a lot of fun. So if you guys can help us uh, come up with some topics, that'd be great. Yeah, I'm excited to see what, what ideas people come up with. Yeah, I've always thought about like taking all the Raspberry Pis that I keep getting and never using and like maybe taking them to play with as well or do something there. But yeah. you know, with AI, I'm sure someone's going to come up with some AI stuff. You know, I know you're speaking on AI and Scott's speaking yeah. about AI. We could make something in there or, you know, maybe something with drones. Oh, some drones. <laughs> drones and AI. This could be really bad, actually. <laughs> yeah, but there's, there's lots of cool ideas. And I mean, even if it's something like, you know what, we want to add these new um, these new little tools to our CICD stuff, or we want to make something else. And, you know, hey, maybe we're going to build a new uh, uh, a CF formatter written in Rust, because everybody wants to do that, speed everything up. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. 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 I don't think that was happening. But anyway, if you got any ideas, let us know. And um, yeah, it would be just again, just more things to do, more fun things. And, you know, and we are going to be trying to have like a little game show too, a little dev challenge. So a little code wars. So we'll try and mix it up. And uh, we might even have it where, um, you know, people up on the stage are playing, but you can actually play from your phone as well. So we're trying to try to make it fun and, you know, keep people there and just make it a good time. It's the 10th one. We want to do something big. So definitely uh, give us your feedback so okay so we got another pretty big announcement I think here too right we do um, so Charlie Earhart has uh, I think he posted a, a blog on this but uh, just as an announcement that he has reached quite a milestone he has 600 blog posts now on his um, the CF blog and he's been doing this for 17 years now uh, he did, I guess he went through and just ran the numbers. It looks like he's got 3,000, over, yeah, 3,600 comments from people. And uh, just kind of, uh, you know, just taking a step back and looking at, you know, just how much time and effort he's put into that. And if you go to that blog there and you scroll down to the bottom, you can actually see there's just, you know, a handful of people that are commenting, you know, thank you for all the work you've done. And so, you know, from us too, just a huge thanks to uh, Charlie for, you know, all of his years of just blogging and, you know, going into such great depth into the topics he covers. So that's, that's quite a milestone. Yeah. And very you cool. mentioned there too, that uh, he says he's, he technically started uh, posting back in 1998. So it's really like his 25th anniversary. Yeah, exactly. Blogging. So he's he started blogging elsewhere uh, on CF before that, and so he is in there, in the chat. So thanks, Charlie. Get, glad you can make it. Uh, like I said, he's always contributing to the community in you know many different ways, and uh, yeah, so very cool. So 
again his guys, blog posts are always very thorough i'd be curious to know how many words <laughs> yeah charlie we, we want to know how many billions of words you put <laughs> out there <laughs> so that's your project that's your homework for this week um, i mean yeah just do a lot uh, a word counter that'd be pretty funny i'm sure he will <laughs> that's an idea he said so but very cool so yeah congratulations on that charlie and again yeah. uh great community member we're we're honored to have you and it's always good to to see you and uh we'll talk a little bit later about one of your other blog posts but uh charlie's gonna be at cf camp as well this year he's gonna be speaking there i know we showed him on the speaker list but uh he's got a blog about that so we'll show that in a little while awesome. and in case you missed it the state of the cf union 2023 survey is released so this is a survey where we all go in and we tell them uh, we say what CFML engines we're using, what frameworks, tools, that kind of stuff. So this just gives everyone a good insight into what the community's using, what they're doing, and kind of where things are going. Yep, we really need to to get that out there, especially like I said interesting for me, and I'm, I'm sure for other framework and developers. You know, who's using what? Uh, you know, it's good to see the numbers and, you know, a lot of times we have to look at this to figure out, can we really drop that older version of Cold Fusion or not? Is it going to break everyone's uh, code? And so a lot of times we have to take that into consideration, which that's really the downside about being a framework person, right? Uh, Grant, when you're working on this and you're, you get all these new features that get released, oh yeah, I get to use that in nine years. <laughs> you got to wait for everybody to catch up. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty funny. So, but we get good good details back from that, you know. Oh yeah. I know I, I know some people that are using you know uh, IntelliJ and some things that I don't even use um, when I'm working in CFML. So it's always really interesting to see the results of these. Yeah. You know, I I didn't see how long is that actually open. Do you know? I yeah. usually have it open for a few months. So um, oh, okay. every once in a while they'll update um, results as they come out. Um, but yeah, it's just one of those things we need to get out there. So we probably should blog it again on the, the order site, but it's one of those things too. It's like usually all the results that you get are from people that hear about, um, stuff. And so they're usually in the same circle. So we need everyone to like spread it out to their, their friends that the developer friends that like to hide in a hole, you know, or, or don't come to all the normal meetups or the same conferences, because most of those people are usually using more of the modern things. And, you know, so our results are skewed, especially if orders are sending it out. Most people are using Odyssey products and Odyssey things, but there's a lot of people out there that don't. So, sure. so share it with everybody and anyone. So very cool. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, we don't have any, new releases or updates this week so we're just going to jump straight into the webinars and we have a, a few coming up here what do we have first grant webinars meetups and workshops okay so uh for starters we've got the adobe cold fusion workshop this is a devops um continuous integration continuous delivery uh focused session or workshop and that is on wednesday may 10th and i believe is that free? Yep. I think that's a free workshop. Yep, no cost. It's free. Yeah. And I always wonder what these credits are good for, but they have max CPE credits available. And I think those are only for accountants, but I'm like, I don't know. I always wonder, like, if someone else gets continuing education credits from that, but that's one thing with the Carosoft programs. They do mm -hmm. have those CPE credits available, and you can get 4.2 credit hours based on that workshop link. But uh, it looks like they're covering some pretty cool stuff in there. 
Yeah, it looks like so. If you're you know eager to maybe do build pipelines to automate your your projects, uh, this is uh, looks like it'll be a good session on that. Um, Adobe Cold Fusion developers are encouraged to go. Uh, software engineers, anybody that's looking to simplify your architecture with Adobe CF and DevOps, this yeah. is the uh, place to go. Yeah, so it looks like you need a GitHub account, which is free, Adobe Cold Fusion 2021. Um, and then they're using Windows or Linux. Admin privileges on your machine, obviously, but they recommend Git Kraken, Jenkins, ng-grok, which is nice for running through tunnels. And then uh, you can download the stuff at the end too. So um, yeah, because it's free, no cancellation policy. But again, it's it's they're part of the NASBA, which is a state board of accountancy. So yeah, depending on what you're doing, what your your stuff is, this could actually be a credential for you for it, which uh, I thought was pretty neat, you know, so. Yeah, I know a lot of developers are right on that line. They're both, you know, coding, but also getting into DevOps. And so I think that'll be, that'll be good for a lot of people. Yeah. And so obviously there's a few different flavors of DevOps around and, and everything, but you know, they're all are pretty cross compatible. If you learn one, you can adapt to each, like we use GitLab a lot, but we're moving more to GitHub actions. And so uh, pretty interesting. And then Jenkins, obviously it's a standalone runner that you can run different things. So that gives you a lot of power because you can control exactly what it does. So. Well, next up, we have a Road to Fortuna series. This is an Adobe uh, series here, and they did one last week, but this upcoming one is May 23rd. It's going to be Cold Fusion 2023 in Docker on Google Cloud Platform. So Mark Takata is going to walk around how to get a containerized Cold Fusion server 2023 server up and running on Google Cloud Platforms with Kubernetes-powered containerization system. So if you guys want to check that one out, um, the link is in the show notes there as well. And uh, again, I saw, they're ramping up. So, yeah, I saw a note on that too. This is the first time uh, that it will that Cold Fusion twenty twenty three will be shown running in containers publicly. Oh, really? That's what I saw there in the note. Well, I don't but, know if it's true. Well, maybe but from them, but yeah, I mean. Obviously, you can do some stuff. Uh, I know that Brad and John have been working um, alongside testing 2023, you know, because it's coming out soon. They're, you know, they want to make sure that it's, it's running properly on all the major frameworks and products. And so, Audis is working hard there. I know that CoFusion 2023, part of the, you know, the way that they install the CF product, uh, the CF package manager, the CFPM. Um, so, I know that John and Brad are working with that, trying to get it up and running and, and smooth um with all the command box flow so you know everything's easy for all, all of our images but yeah it'd be good to see i know that you know every year or every release they're trying to add more and more cloud support and more docker support and so they're they're adding more to it all the time so very cool and if you want to see more of mark he actually did one last week so uh, he was exploring apis so building applications with cold fusion rest and graphql so that's another big piece of uh um basically cold fusion 2023 is that um is a graphql so that's uh been a big big thing for a while and so basically you'll be able to reference and uh, consume graphql from cold fusion so he shows that off in this video and i just posted the link to the youtube video for you guys to go check that out we had a couple of webinars last week um i think you got a video or two for us yeah um, in case you missed it there was the uh Mid-Michigan Cold Fusion user group did the ins and the outs of CF setup and 
we've got the recording link. I'm going to post that in here in the chat. But they um, <clears throat> they basically go through the ins and outs of a CF setup and and show you how to use it. Um, it's a tool for assisting administrators and DevOps with um, setting migration. That's what I've got here. I'm not sure what that. Yeah, so it's basically Adobe's version of like CF config. So it, it does a lot of the similar things to to CF config. And um, you know, so if someone isn't using command box tools and or tool set, um, Adobe sort of allows them to to use CF setup now. And so it does a lot of the similar things. Uh, it makes it much easier for using Docker and stuff, obviously, and that's why they they developed it. So yeah. And so a lot more um, sort of ins and outs with that. And it looks like a good session. And yeah, Randy's done quite a few sessions with him at Michigan um, CFUG and they're always rolling out some some good content. So there's other videos up on their channel too if you guys want to check that one out. All right, and uh, we also had uh, Nolan Irk did a crash course in web components. And it looks like that just happened maybe last week. And he covers uh, web components, which is a, uh, a way to build like a design system um, to create, you know, like a certain user experience throughout your application. So it looks like he uh, he covered that. We've got, uh, I'm not sure that we've got the recording on that yet. No, we're still looking for it. I didn't see it yet. If anyone's got it, let me know and um, I'll, I'll um, try to get that add into the show notes. But um, this meetup page did not show that yet. So I'm going to ping Nolan and see if we can get it and we'll add it in there. But um, the sec interactive meetup has a lot of great content. And uh, I think Nolan did this one um, at last year's Into the Box as well. So if you're up on CFCast, you might be able to grab it from there. And in the chat, Charlie did mention that he did actually um, present on CF Setup previously as well. So I've added the link into the, the show notes here. And you guys should be able to see the chat note if you're watching online live. So thanks, Charlie, for sharing that. Um, he said he did not check to see if Randy's and his have any um, differences or not. But, you know, obviously it's a, it's a pretty big topic and it's great to see more talks on it and more um, use cases. And so it's good to get extra information. So if you want to watch Charlie's as well, please go ahead and do that. Okay. So next up, we have CFCast. So CFCast obviously is our content system we've got a lot of video trainings up there for you and cfcast.com uh, is now powered by Elasticsearch so um, dramatically increased search relevance they're doing a lot of work on uh, cfcast uh, obviously it's one of our, our paid and free products that we offer and it's one that's getting a lot of support from the community so we're investing more and more time back into it so we got a lot of cool things coming your way so uh, I did sneak a peek at some of the designs, but they've also got a lot of features coming your way too. So do check that out soon. Um, recent releases, we have had uh, quite a lot of work from Mr. Brad Wood. Uh, you know, he likes to talk and he likes to make videos and he's got a lot of them for you. So let me show you the page for those watching. So in our Mastering Command Box 5 session, we've got 27 videos, four and a half hours so far. And so you can go all the way back to we published a couple of months ago, but we're basically releasing two or three a week. We got more on the way, but you'll see that we have the request dumper, the X forwarded for support, XML overrides is coming soon too. So uh, I think you said 27 videos. This might be at the last the last couple of videos of the series. So 
Uh, a lot of great content in there though. And again, it's four and a half hours. Like they're not just five minute videos. Some of them are actually pretty long, like client security, sorry, security client cert auth 25 minutes. So these are not all snippets. Some of them are. So it's kind of nice. If you want to look at something, you can just pull that up and, uh, you know, a lot of great content and, you know, I know most of you guys like to hear Brad talk as much as he likes to talk. So, uh, good video. And I might actually put them on the background because I've used a lot of these things, but sometimes you need to refresh your, and Brad knows the stuff so well, there's always something you're going to learn from these. So definitely check those out. And of course we always have the ForgeBox module and the VS code hint tip trick of the week from the podcast. We take a snippet of them, throw them in there. Just so if you guys want to go back and watch some older ones you can and the cool thing is that we have all the 2023s in a video series on cfcast and all the 2022 so if you guys actually are looking for um you know one of those modules or something you can usually go back and see what we have to say about it and uh, find the links or whatever so it's easier than going through an hour podcast for the last couple of years so go check that out and then last week we mentioned it's just a month away right so if you guys are wanting to get ready itb we have all of 2022's into the box videos on there. We have all of 2021's into the box videos, all of 2020's into the box videos. And as well, we just added all of 2019's into the box videos. So you've got, I think what do we have 20, we probably had about 130, 120, 130 videos from the last four years of into the boxes. So plenty of content to watch. And to be honest, I might start putting that on the background because I've seen a lot of the sessions, but it's nice just to have, something uh, play in the background and, and having some, some little nuggets because there's some good stuff in there that you, I just forget. There's just so much great stuff. And uh, when you're at the conference working so hard, trying to get your session done and polished and whatever, I don't know about you, Grant, but after I've actually delivered my session, I can actually relax and absorb a little more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Usually right up to it, we're, we're, um, you know, finishing, putting the finishing touches on things and stuff. So yeah. it's nice to go back. Yep. And then remember, we've had two tracks for the longest time. And so even if you're there all day sitting in one room, you're missing half the conference. So a lot yeah. of great stuff there. And so anyway. Now, are those sessions, uh, are those free, Gavin? The, uh, um, the there are a few of them are that are set to free. Most of them are under a subscription. So if you are okay. a pro, um, you know, <laughs> sorry, I just saw Scott's coming he's like i have no idea what that feels like i've never procrastinated on my talk now <laughs> Scott, <laughs> the funny thing is is like even when my talk is a repeat of one i've done before i still need to tweak it change it flick it just do a little bit like add another picture so i don't have as many words on a page you know or just add another link into some other blog post i found so yeah but scott's obviously being sarcastic uh, <laughs> Don't worry, Scott. We, we'll start your uh, your your talk on the AI stuff on the plane, right? So we'll be good. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, so a lot of great content coming your way. Like I said, Brad with all the command box videos. We got ForgeBox and VS Code snippets all the time. And then Eric's got a couple he's working on, um, Coldbox Elixir, and then getting started with Inertia JS. That's something that's popped up quite a bit. And I know Grant's uh, working on his workshop for Into the Box, and I heard a, a little sneak that we might be releasing that to CFCast soon too. So we'll try and uh, record that workshop and release that. Um, so I'm not sure if it'll be in the main um, subscription or if it'll be a you know separate cost for that or whatnot, but eventually you'll be seeing a lot of great stuff on CBWire as well, which I think it deserves it. So I'm looking forward to, to see more and more of that. So 
Anyway, I think I saw too that they've been they've uh, been working on improving the search on CFCast and just uh, some various features throughout. But uh, I saw that that was one of the things. I think we used Elasticsearch, right? Yep, we use Elasticsearch to improve CFCast, and CFCast is built on Inertia.js. And so, you know, it's one of those things where it's like ColdFusion JavaScript sort of melded together. So you've got a really good ColdFusion experience, but the user gets a lot of the great positives of Inertia.js. Um, so it's been pretty cool. And back to the chat. So Eric just said, Scott is currently procrastinating on telling the truth. <laughs> Scott was like, perfect. Yes. It's been working better in my experience. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of good stuff coming to CFCast. I said a lot of plans. Uh, Eric and the team are working hard on it. And, you know, there's a lot of great things hitting your way. Um, but I don't want to give away too much and steal the thunder from ITV. So I'll shut up. <laughs> All right, I think we've got uh, conferences and training. Yep. So what's the first one coming up, Elway? First one we've got is VS Code Day. It looks like this is tomorrow from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And this is uh, their annual event. You can learn to um, or elevate your development workflow using the latest and greatest features of VS Code. Uh, this is going to have members of the VS Code team, VS Code experts. They're going to be covering topics like AI-powered programming with GitHub Copilot, remote development, and even bringing, looks like they're going to be covering some data science stuff there. So um, if you guys aren't using VS Code yet, uh, highly recommend it. It's cross-platform. Um, I know a lot of us here internally use it. so. Uh, this is a, I believe, a uh, free thing that you can check out tomorrow. Yep, and that's the cool thing about VS Code. And I'm just going to show you a little secret that some people don't even know about. So let me pull up a repo real quick, and then I'll share my screen. So, so hard to choose. What repo should I show? Let's see. Okay, so let me share my screen again here. So I don't know if you knew that there's shortcuts in here. So if you're in GitHub and just push the period button, it will load up github.dev and load you into your the repo you're looking at. And it loads it in VS Code in the browser. And it will load your extensions. If you have extensions that are compatible, it'll do everything you need. So basically in GitHub, you push one key and now you're browsing that, um, you know, you're browsing that repo using, uh, VS Code in the browser, That's and it, it does so much of the stuff that you actually expect it to. So, yeah, very cool. So I know some of them have like open and IDE or whatever, but VS Code in the browser, even better. And with one key, you're open. It's pretty cool. Okay, so enough of that. Another one we've got coming up is uh, Jay on the Beach. This is another DevOps and uh, data science focused. Conference looks like that's in Spain. Yes, so Otis will be makes sponsoring. me wonder is Luis going to be presenting at that? I, I know we're definitely um, sponsoring it. We've had a booth at the last couple events we've had over there. They're actually pretty active, and so um, and we all misunderstood the J. It's not JavaScript. It's not Java. It's basically a DevOps and you know data scientists and a bit of everything really. So. Um, it's a, looks like a really good little conference and yeah the Autos team will be there I think even uh, Jorge was um, traveled there before as well so um, if you guys have you know 
thinking about going to more conferences in the Europe area, that might be a good one, especially if you're not traveling to IDB right after, or maybe make a trip and do a few things. So, but yeah, Audis is definitely sponsoring. I'm not sure if he's on the speaker list yet. So I'll have to give you guys that information and we'll, we'll check on it later. Now, Grant, I'm not sure if you've been trying to post some of these links. I haven't seen them, so I'm wondering if maybe we just need to give you permission to post or if you're just too busy talking about them. So. Oh, no, I've been posting. Uh, I guess I've been posting them maybe to the wrong place. No, it, it might just not show up, like I said, because you have to be have to have certain permissions to see them. So that's probably oh, my bad luck. Nice. I'll have to go make sure we add Grant to the list. See, he's a newer uh, host, so we haven't given permissions to do anything yet. So it's just a I'm a noob. pretty. <laughs> all good uh looks like uh well we've covered this before but the Vue.js live conference is coming up pretty quick that's may 12th and the 15th it's in london but they're also doing it online so if you're using Vue.js, you might want to check this out they've got 35 speakers 10 workshops and uh looks like um 300 uh, people meeting in London will get to, I'm not sure what they're giving some sort of prize away or something. No, they're just saying they're the lucky ones because they're going to be in person in London. Oh, is that what they're saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got to translate these, uh, these Europeans. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they, they hope to have 10,000 people live online. Uh, they think it's going to be one of the, the biggest view events around. So kind of curious because yeah, on the 12th is the in-person stuff. And then they're doing some of the sessions will be live that day. Then on the 15th, they're going to be rebroadcasting all the stuff from the 12th as well. So for those of you at home, uh, you still get a good show. So that'd be pretty cool. And then right after all of those great conferences, we have Into the Box 2023, the 10th edition. So uh, May 17th through the 19th in um, Woodlands, Texas. And we're going to be at the same location we were last year, which was a, an improved experience, which was even, I mean, the previous one was great, but this one was amazing. It's brand new. It's got a nice mm -hmm. little lake here outside you can walk on. There's shops all around it. It's got a good in-house bar. Adam Cameron will be there. So, you know, it's going to be uh, entertaining. Uh, <laughs> but it'll be good fun. Uh, a lot of great speakers there. And I probably should uh, open the website up just so we can uh, share that. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of great stuff going on there. And, again, Happy Box. One of the, the reasons everyone comes is for the mariachi band, right? But uh, not just that. We also have the, the hackathon. Uh, we're going to do some Code Wars. And the agenda this year, we've got five great uh, workshops. So async programming and scheduling the day before full stack build deploy log and monitor your web applications reactive front ends with cfml cby and alpine js that might be grant and then we got that might be grant yep test box and then we also have a building a rest api for the one developer so this is not just building a rest api but using all the cool tools that make you more productive and efficient too so daniel who's uh spoke at several conferences on his postman and ng grok and everything else he's gonna be leading this one here i'm gonna be helping him so if you guys are building Coldbox APIs or wanting to learn how to build them the way we build them with all the tools that make you efficient, this is a great session for you too. But a lot of great workshops as usual. Now on these uh, the days though, we've got our normal two-track sessions, which is a lot of great content there. We also have these deep dive, um, basically hands-on sessions. So uh, basically a third track. So you can jump into one of these. So building human-friendly scheduled tasks or a content box headless CMS 
or quick if you want to get started on things like that. We even have an office hour. You can just go and uh, pick the brains of some of the, your favorite orders people. And then on day two, we have, again, two tracks of great sessions. We also have hands-on as well. So command box task runners, uh, secure all the things with CB Security 3, and then SQL Sleuth, learn some SQL while solving a mystery. Sean Odin is going to do his master session on this. I've been looking forward to this for a while, so I'm really excited to, to have him to that one so a lot of cool stuff happening and again uh you know a lot of things with the conference like this you meet a lot of people you get to you know hang out with a lot of people a lot of networking job opportunities um, you know hallway track is great it's just a lot of fun and so i can't wait to do that and again cfcast tons of videos to get up to speed on all the content and then uh, get a taste of what you might be missing if you don't make it this year, because we are not doing it live online this year. It's in-person only. We will try and make the recordings available in a couple months after on CFCast, but um, we're not going to be live streaming and dealing with those headaches. So please uh, join us there, and it'd be great to, to see everybody again. So looking forward to it. Remember, Mother's Day, make your mothers happy, make your wives happy, and then next day fly off and have a great conference for the week. Anyway, there's my spiel. Go buy some <laughs> tickets. All right, looks like uh, for uh, another conference we've got is uh, ViewConf.us. That's in New Orleans. It's May 24th to the 26th. May 24th is their workshop day, and uh, the 25th through the 26th is the main conference. So we'll be posting a link for that. Yep. Check that out. And then next up, we're going to start talking about CF Camp, but we actually have to update our list because we had four trainings. And then Brad let us know that we've actually got four trainings for CF Camp. So pre conference training day, Audis has four trainings. So you can do Test Box, Cold Box 7. Yes, Cold Box 7 will be out by ITB. Legacy Code Conversion to the Modern World and Command Box Server Deployment for the Modern Age. And so um, if you pull up the the CF camp page actually I'm gonna do that because I'm curious if they got that fourth one added or not so let me check that out and get the link posted at the same time multitasking or try to not really Oops. so the pre-conference so we got the preside and then we have four yep four orders topics we just need to get a logo for the legacy code conversion we should like do a dinosaur or something you know <laughs> have to have a logo. Yep. A so, logo is a must. Yep. So we're gonna have to do a, a legacy code conversion, like a dinosaur eating, or maybe something eating a dinosaur. I don't know. <laughs> That'd Some, be pretty cool. Something, something fun for that. But uh, a lot of great content again. And then we have Preside as well. Uh, Preside's a great CMS built on top of Coldbox and CFML, and they do a lot of work with uh, marketing and clubs type setup so they got a lot of tools specifically designed to to help that workflow and then cf camp so cf camp june 22nd to 23rd right grant yeah that's right and then uh got i think at least four orders people coming and then like i said charlie your going to be speaking there as well um actually let me just pull up the speaker list and we'll scroll through them again and then I don't know some of these people do not they don't look familiar so i mean i know the first line so we know charlie and i know dan and mark drew good we to know see him mark. again yep. yep nolan Nolan. gila i don't think i've met gila 
Pete Freitag. He's trying to hide, but we know who him. And then yeah, Michael Richard. Nat. Yeah, Richard Herbert. He's uh you know, he's always in the chat and in the the Slack groups and cold box or order um, supporter, Michael Nat. It's one of the um, organizers, I believe, of the conference. Michael Horn, I'm not too sure about. We know Kai, uh, Kai Koenig, uh, great speaker. No idea who Luis is. Yeah. And then I uh, haven't met this Maximilian. Whenever I see Maximilian, I always think of the Udemy uh, uh, course guy who's done awesome, great Udemy courses, and uh, I've got a, quite a few of his. But nope, different guy. But he works for GameStar, so that sounds interesting. And then Goose. Eric, I don't think I met Shafar. Shafar either, but I know of Zach. He hasn't made it out of Australia for a Cold Fusion front conference since 2006, so he's excited. And uh, we know Brad and you know, Sebastian and Grant are, are new to me. So, so yeah, but quite a few speakers that we know, but some, some new ones, and they've got a lot of great sessions um, under here, I think. We have a lot of the sessions, so... You guys want to find out a little bit more about the sessions or what they're speaking about? Uh, go check that out, and you're probably seeing these these cool images popping up on your socials as well. So, very cool. And then uh, cfcamp.org is obviously the URL, so we'll share that too. <laughs> and Eric's like, it's fitting that the legacy trainee has no image. Well, Eric, <laughs> what we should do is we should find some really old, crusty uh, image from the first version mm -hmm. of cold box or something, or even just find the old cold fusion logo and just make it look more pixelated and, and yeah. crusty. something like Being that. Pixelated for sure. Yeah. But pixel out. Yep. Yeah. Okay. We're all in agreement. Let's get it done. So, <laughs> <laughs> and then we mentioned the uh, Adobe CF summit West. Now, have you been to a CF summit grant? I have not. You have not. Oh my God. I gosh. have not wanted to go, but I haven't. Well, you should definitely go. It's it's a lot of fun, uh, as you can see by those those photos. Um, we had a lot of a lot of good times last year, and their their events are always pretty cool. Um, and yeah, the the steel drums. I always like it when they bust out some steel drums, so that was pretty cool last year too. But it's just nice. I mean, they're they're in the in sort of in the conference hotels, and so there's just a lot of things around. Um, but yeah, this is the the speaker. List, almost all the speakers are in there. Um, but I'm really excited because they should be releasing uh, Adobe 2023. You know, it's usually they like to do it right around the conference and they haven't released it earlier in the year like we thought they were going to. So, you know, they're going to be showing off all the cool stuff that have been teasing us about for years. So it'll be fun to, fun to see. And yep. And as they say, connect and party Vegas style. Um, they definitely have a, a cool thing here. And oh, they said the Mirage, so I didn't see the name anywhere else. So it looks like we might be back at the Mirage again, which is which is a great location. I really do like that. Uh, so very cool. Now I have been to Vegas a few times. I think uh, looks like this is in October, right? Early October. Yeah. I mean, it's seriously, a good time to go to. It's not crazy hot. No, it's it's not too bad. And a lot, a lot of times you can stay in hotel to hotel, but I mean, it's warm enough that you could probably still bring your bathing suit and swim out there if you need to. Um, you know this some coasters and stuff for people like that, but there's just a lot of cool people and it's a big conference. And, you know, I got to hang out with James Moberg a bunch this time and David Levin and, you know, like, and just, we met a bunch of new people too. So always like that. And, uh, and, you know, get to meet all the sponsors and everything else, have some nice dinners with people. So always recommend it for 99 bucks. Really. You can't, 
can't beat that. And if you're looking for Vegas as well, like a lot of times you can get a really good deal on a flight to Vegas. And that's one of the reasons people like to put it there, you know, because usually people can get there for cheap, just the conferences out. So, okay. uh, so I'll say, even if you, you know, submit your talk, you'll probably get, uh, you know, probably get an opportunity to speak. If not, uh, it's definitely worth trying anyway for 99 bucks. Like it's worth just doing it to be honest, 99 bucks, not having to worry about speaking. sounds like a good deal too. <laughs> so, but, yeah, it uh, does. but yeah. And then like last year we had, uh, Brad, uh, Luis, myself and Daniel Garcia there. And so we all spoke and we were hanging out the booth. We got to meet a lot of cool people and, and chat a lot. So we really like it as orders, you know, meeting a lot of the patrons and just hang out. Giancarlo Gomez was there. We spoke to him for a while. It's been a while since we've seen him. So yeah, hopefully we can get, see a bunch more of you guys out there. So if you can't make it into the box, CF Summit, definitely a must. So Okay, we talked enough about conferences, but comps.tech is a cool little option for a little bit more if you want. So, okay, man, lots of content. All right. Blogs, yeah. tweets, and videos of the week. Let's get into it. Yeah, we've got several. Uh, so, Charlie Earhart uh, blogged about new updates released for Java 8, 11, 17, and 20. So these are uh, released back on April 18th. They were for the uh, long-term support releases of Oracle Java. And it looks like they may have listed these as critical patch updates, but I see here in the notes that they're in fact uh, scheduled quarterly updates. So, yeah. but there's a, a blog there. You can check out the details on that. Yep. And then uh, we, we did already go over Charlie's uh, interesting peer of anniversaries for his blog. So it was 600 blog posts in over 17 years this month, 25 if you count all the places he blogged before this one as well. Again, congratulations, Charlie, and you guys can uh, check out more about that blog post from the show notes or the link. And then uh, we also talked about um, Into the Box, the 10th version is just one month away. So um, our biggest conference is coming up, but we talked about the hackathon. We talked about all these different things, but uh, you have a, a code you can give them, right? For giving them 15% off if they want to do that too. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be posting that in there, there in the chat there. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, the only conference, um, sorry for your only conference and all access tickets, you can use the last month ITB. And, um, if you go check that out, you guys can actually, um, get 15% off. So again, you get the workshop one or, or just the other one if you just want to just go to the conference. But the workshops are great. Uh, highly recommend it. Getting hands-on with a couple of oldest people in a room with just, you know, five or ten of you. It's a, it's a good thing. And get to hang out a little bit more, learn a bit more. So love the workshops. Okay. Next up, um, we have a podcast. So uh, Every once in a while, we talk about, um, you know, the Working Code podcasts. We don't want to spout about them every week. They're, they've got 123 episodes already. They're doing great. And they talk about a little bit of code agnostic stuff. So more of your sort of a developer experience. And in this episode, they talk about the negative 10x developer. Have you heard of that? The negative 10x developer. I haven't. So everyone talks about having a, you know, a 10 X developer making everything way more productive and stuff. And so this one, they talk about what about those people that you work with that like just drive you just crazy because of the stuff they do, <laughs> you know? Um, so 
basically, um, you know, unnecessary meetings or flooding the team with lots of documentation they don't need or just all these different things. They talk about, you know, what it's like to, to be a negative 10x developer and uh, maybe some some hints and tips that you should uh, improve your ways if you're one of those. So I thought it was pretty fun, uh, funny way to uh, discuss it. Take a look at it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, it's a great podcast. I like listening to it. And they've got a cool Discord channel. If you guys need more chatting with developers, they talk about all sorts of stuff in there uh, code related, AI. It's just memes. If you just like memes, go hang out there in the Discord too. Okay. And then um, Charlie just put a note here. So, about the Oracle JVM updates, the term Oracle uses is CPU, but they are indeed scheduled. So they can check out the release notes to decide how critical they actually are. Okay, thanks, Charlie. And yeah, Charlie did um, mention also he's got another blog. Um, he's updated his um, carehart.org site to be better for mobile. So he's shared the link in the, the chat there as well. And then um, we already covered the happy box one, so we'll skip over that. But you've got one here from Ben about John Gore's lore. Have you heard of this before? Yeah. I hadn't until just recently. So yeah, I didn't until I until I saw the blog. But um, yeah, Benningdale, he's covering uh, John Gore's law on building complex systems. Uh, it's a it's basically a hot take on on how to build complex systems. And he's got a quote here that I'm going to read by John Gore that I, I thought was pretty good. A complex system that works is invariably found to have evolved from a simple system that worked. The inverse proposition also appears to be true. A complex system designed from scratch never works and cannot be made to work. You have to start over beginning with a simple system, which I have learned the hard way for many, many years now. Uh, but you've always got to start with something simple and work and iterate from there and not try to complicate things or go too complex. Yeah, I think we all sort of feel that way, but having someone just spell it out and in the book designing data intensive applications, um, you know, they spell it out pretty clearly. And yeah, those best practices and lessons learned. And, you know, a lot of times developers know this, but people we work with don't understand it. And so it's kind of nice to be able to point them at something to say, hey, see, look, this this famous guy here said this, and <laughs> this is why we got to you know iterate on it and, and work towards it. And that's where software is a lot different than a lot of other things. You know, like you don't build a house by building a room and then adding another one. You know, <laughs> so normal engineering and software yeah. engineering are a little different sometimes. But but yeah, so yeah, and and a lot of times if you're if you're if you're going too complex early on when you're creating something, I don't you know for me it ends up becoming like a deterrent. Like I you know I'll. I'll end up throwing in the towel because I'm trying to do too much up front instead of just doing something simple and yep. going from there. And that's what those, the whole people, you know, when they say TDD, people are like, ah, oh, it's too much work. But sometimes just small iterations, you know, it encourages you to do the small iterations, which is good. And yeah, so I definitely agree with that. You know, get something working, improve on it, keep improving. Yeah. Okay. So thank you, Ben, for posting that. Yeah, that was... I, I like it when you know people share their book stuff. And oh, another thing is, uh, the Working Code Podcast is actually starting an, another little book club, 
And so they're going to be going over the Phoenix Project. So if you guys jump in the Discord, there's a book club section. So they're going to try and cover a couple of chapters every week. And then they'll cover on the podcast too. But they're going to actually try to meet with the people in the uh, Discord about it as well. So if you guys like the whole book club idea or whatnot, um, the Phoenix Project sounds like a great book. And uh, so if you guys want to check that out, their Discord's available for that too. And then, Ken, we did mention that Charlie's going to be speaking at CF Camp. Um, so he's going to be talking about the hidden gems in Cold Fusion 2023. So um, be very, very cool to see that. Uh, his hidden gems talks are always great, and he does find some weird stuff that you would never know. And as he says, uh, those hidden gems are, are very cool. So uh, this is going to be his seventh year in a row speaking at um, CF Camp. Uh, well, sorry, I guess not seventh year, but seventh uh, conference in a row since they took a couple off. But yeah, his eighth total um, conference with them. So again, uh, Charlie does a lot for the, uh, the community. He's going to be there. So if you guys haven't seen him in a while with COVID and everything else, it'd be great to catch up with him in Germany there. So very cool. And I left right. up next, it looks like we've got uh, CFML jobs. Uh, That's what we think with CFML jobs, but are there any new ones this week that you found? <laughs> well, there weren't any new ones, uh, but there is still a listing of 60 cold fusion positions from 38 companies um, across 29 locations in five countries. So you can find those at uh, getcfmljobs.com. Yep. And then obviously the Slack channel. There's quite a lot of job shop in the CFML Slack channel, the Box Team channel, and there are some on Twitter in general um, too. We try to keep an eye on those and, and post them in here. But if you guys are looking for someone, uh, let us know and we can add them to the list. So, okay, let's get into our ForgeBox module of the week. And this next one is just a little thing. I just extracted it because I thought it might be useful for other people. So it's one of mine. So, uh, hope you guys don't mind me sharing it but it's called cb event caching override so this is a cold box event caching override module and right now it's really simple um so to start with it's only got a couple i think it's just got one in it actually but the module allows you to set an override for an event caching but to allow it a dynamic cache value so uh, this example, this module currently supports midnight. So normally when you do event caching, you just add some metadata on the end of your function. So you can say cache equals true, and you do cache timeout, and you give it a number. And it has to be a number, and that gives it the number of minutes from when you first hit this endpoint that it'll cache it for. So this is 1440, which I believe is one day. So, you know, so basically if you hit this event at, say, noon, and no one else has hit it that day, it'll cache it until tomorrow at 12 o'clock. But some systems, you know, they update their uh, caches at certain time because they want to use a fresh data. So maybe you have a, a thing that runs at 11 o'clock every night that updates your data. And then you want to basically blow away all your caches and you want to sort of start things fresh. So this cache override timeout, I have a basically a function which I'm using called midnight. And so in the code, um, whenever it starts, it'll actually override this 1440. It'll take whatever's in the mid this thing here, and in this case, midnight, it figures out how many minutes are left until midnight. So it's like 850, and then it'll replace this 1440 with 850. So now the function will expire at midnight. And so that's something uh, I think Eric Peterson actually used in one of our projects. And we started using it all over our projects in this for this one client. So I'm like, let me make this a module so we can make this e easier. And so now the the module just looks at that, uh, looks for that code. And again, it's just on ForgeBox here. So in, on GitHub. And so 
basically what it does is um, right in here, it looks to see if there's a metadata called cache override timeout. And if it's set to midnight, then it overrides the timeout using this function, get minutes to, until midnight. And so right now it's just hard coded in here um, and this is a function, but you know, this might be something else you guys might want to use or maybe like the whole expire at midnight thing. Um, so again, so it's actually calling another, another method that's on your handler. No, right here. It's got a private function. So right in the code there's just right below it basically. But the, the interesting thing is that, you know, again, it's a module. We could throw a whole bunch of special little, um, functions in here, or even use something like Coda. Uh, Eric released this module called Coda, which is sort of using like time-based, um, event and helpers and stuff like that. So we might be able to make it where if you have something in here, we could basically say, give it the function name that you want it to call and it can go call the function from the list or, or something. So, but just trying to give it a, a little, a little way for you to work with that. And again, it was just kind of nice that I don't have to worry about it, you know, being a set number, it'll just expire at midnight every night. And so that way, you know, the first call after midnight, we'll, we'll cache it and we'll cache it to the rest of the day. And, you know, again, it just depends on your data. Uh, this customer loaded data from an external source, you know, basically every 24 hours. And so that way we want to make sure we always had fresh data after midnight. So, but anyway, that's uh, the little Forgebox module of the week. And remember, they don't have to be huge. They don't have to be crazy, but just that little bit of code reuse, having it as a module that we're sharing, that little interceptor, um, you know, it can be an interceptor, it can be a, you know, a bit of code that you call separately. Um, but it's just nice and handy and now you add it to your box of JSON, you can use it in your project. So anyway, that is our Very cool. module of the week. Now our VS code hint tip and trick of the week. This one is for all of those people out there that are using tailwind that don't like how tailwind looks. So <laughs> a lot of people being, you know, talking about tailwind tailwind's doing, you know, great. It's getting a lot of popularity. It's one of the, the bigger, better utility based ones and tailwind UI is awesome. So a lot of people like it, but a lot of people don't like certain things about it. And one of it is when people add 300 classes to their, uh, to their divs or whatever, they can never find the one they want. It's kind of a pain. And, you know, I know you, some people say, Hey, just use an apply and you can group them together, but that kind of defeats the purpose of tailwind. So somebody made this tailwind fold, uh, VS code extension. And so yeah, it just makes all of that noise just magically disappear. Well, <laughs> folds them into, um, to new lines at least. Right. But, uh, it folds yeah. them. So yeah, it'll basically helps you fold them. And so let me share the link here. Oh, I guess I'll preview it too. For those who are watching at home. But yeah, so basically it'll just helps you fold. So all your classes fold. And so in your div, essentially they all just disappear. So when you want them, they're there, but when you don't want them, you don't see them. And so I thought that was pretty dang cool. So, um, yeah, I know a lot of people, you know, it's just a lot of noise and this can kind of give you ways around it and you can customize it too, which is pretty neat. And there's a bunch of settings in it too, but, um, just so you know, it folds all class attributes, even when there's no tailwind attributes specified. So it's mm -hmm. more of a fold your classes, but, uh, but yeah, it's just one of those things that just sort of cleans up your code and it does look really slick. I'm like, I might yeah. use this even without Tailwind to be honest, because I do like that option. 
Although I'm thinking maybe it should say class equals and then have dot 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 or something. So at least you can see what it is. But I'm like, for a lot of things, this might make life easier. Just got to fold some, some bigger pieces up. Yeah. Because it does get hard to read when you're using so many of those utility classes. Yeah. And, uh, you just kind of get lost. Yeah. I mean, I might use this in some of the bootstrap sites or even the Quasar sites that have utility stuff too. Because utilities are great. As long as you don't go crazy with them, I think. And some people do that, you know. Yeah. Pull out a component, you know. That way it's at least contained. So that way it makes it a little bit more readable. So. But yeah, so that's... I thought that was a pretty cool one. So if you guys are... Got any that you think we should cover and we haven't covered yet, please let us know. You know, like, there's a bunch of cool things out there that people are using. Uh, we've covered a lot of them, but if it's been a while or there's been updates to it, we're, we're happy to cover those again. So there is your VS Code hint, tip, and trick of the week. And remember, VS Code Day tomorrow. Don't forget that. Okay. Patreons. So we want to thank all of our Patreons. We've got so many great Patreons out there. And uh, obviously, they're personally supporting us um, for our open source initiatives. And without them, we wouldn't be able to do all the things that we do do from order. So um, command box, forge box, call box, test box, all of these boxes out there, they keep getting the, the help they need. And most importantly, I think, is the cloud infrastructure that powers Forgebox and the package management with command box. Because, you know, a lot of cool things that Callbox does is great. And, you know, Audis does a lot of great things for the community. But I think this one here helps everybody because you don't have to be using any Audis products but you can use command box and package management to, to work with your CF wheels app or your framework one stuff or anything. I mean, it's, it's really cool. The forge box allows you to do so much. So, and then again, if you guys want to support us, you can support us up on patreoncom slash order solutions. And there's a few different packages there, each with their own perks. And we have a few different perks here. So, um, remember there are annual memberships and you save 10% if you do that which is great, but we also have those uh, little package perks. So if you're bronze package or up, you get that Forgebox Pro account for free, and the CF, well, not free, it's included. So you get Forgebox Pro and CFCast subscription. So with that, if you're bronze package and up, you get all the CFCast videos that we have out there. So you get all those into the box videos, uh, whether they're free or not, uh, that's included. Now there are a couple of different uh, Patreon um options for the community website. So you get a profile badge, so you look cool that you're a Patreon supporter on the community website. And there's a private forum on that community website too. So if you're a Patreon member and you sign up with a different email than Patreon, you may not see that um, that form. So let us know and we can attach it to your account. But if you're on Slack, there's also a private channel on the Box Team Slack. And that's where we, we sort of ask a lot of questions or you know ask for support or feedback on different things. And those guys got the ChatGPT box that we released a little bit early. So they got to play with it and test it out and give us some feedback. So there are some perks being there. So we have a lot of Patreons, but we're just going to cover the top ones today, right, Grant? So you want to... Yeah, big thank you to, to everyone. But uh, some of our top Patreons, we've got John Wilson with Synaptrix, Tomorrow's Guides, Jordan Clark, Gary Knight, Mario Rodriguez, uh, Giancarlo Gomez, David Bellinger, Dan Card, Jeffrey McGee with Sunstar Media, Dean Maunder, Nolan Irk, and Abdul Rahim. So again, thank you all so much for, for contributing and being Patreons. 
Yep, for sure. We thank everybody. And if you guys want to get a full list, the autosolutions.com slash about dash us slash sponsors, we'll have all our Patreons, not just our top Patreons, which we want to thank everybody. So again, a lot of great content coming up, a lot of content around. Uh, and don't forget, get your discounted tickets and come see us at ITB. We're doing all this work for you, so uh, hopefully you can come and enjoy it. And uh, yeah, I could hang out with some great community members. Love to see you. Yep. So everyone have a great week. Thanks, Grant, and we'll catch you next week. Thanks, Gavin. See you, everybody. Show notes for this episode can be found at cfmlnews.modernizeordie.io, where you can also subscribe to your favorite podcast player like Spotify or iTunes. We also have the link to YouTube to find more videos just like this. The music used in this podcast is under a royalty-free license from Sound.com and Blue Tree Audio.